Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. It's time to cast off on a new adventure. This is Real Adventures with Patrick Dangerfield and Aaron Hadgood for the BF Goodrich TAKM3. Built to climb, made to mud and created to conquer. Good morning and welcome to Real Adventures for BF Goodrich Tyres. What are you building for? Patrick Dangerfield, Aaron Habgood joining you for Real Adventures this morning. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook. Dot com forward slash Real Adventures Show. Good morning, Redmond. Good morning, Patrick. What a week of freezing cold weather. Welcome to winter. <laughs> it has been freezing. And, um, yep, we've, speak, we've spoken... Consistently, the last few weeks around uh, getting you excited for winter weather. Don't, get, great, ex- don't get excited. There's, there's, gr- <laughs> there's great fish to be had, but I tell you what, it is pretty cold. Now, um, coming up, we've got to make sure that we mention this the RACV Marine Melbourne Boat Show from the 13th to the 16th of June is on its way. Uh, the trout fishery is closing in a couple of weeks' time. That finishes on the, well, less than a week's time, um, finishes on the 11th. So um, if you're fishing the Otways, your, your time is running out to go and hit the streams and catch a we few We haven't done that a lot this year, have we? No, we haven't. We've we sort of we been. probably should try and race down there for an well, hour. <laughs> for an hour. What's your time schedule usually? <laughs> well... It's, bad, it's a bad excuse when you say, ah, oh, I'm busy, because everyone's busy, aren't they? Well, you seem to be extra busy sometimes, Pat, but the weather. The weather's been terrible, but it hasn't, been, it. hasn't been as bad, Redmond, as the, uh, as the two men that were fishing up north that were driving. I think they were driving on their way back from a day out fishing, and they had they a were, I think they were spearfishing. In the photo, I saw, I saw spears on their boat, so I think they were spearfishing. So they've been spearfishing. Driving on their way back, I think they're in. Were they in New South Wales or Queensland? Um, that's one of those better questions. <laughs> <laughs> Up that way somewhere, somewhere warmer than here. We're so organised this morning. Anyway, uh, the Marlins jumped on board, speared two of them. They were going forty kilometres per hour. They were driving at, and they in- weren't fishing for a Marlin specifically. They were driving at forty kilometres per hour. There was three of them on the vessel, and the Marlins come into the boat, Pat. And one of the guys has been... It's a 100 kilo marlin. Yeah, just shy of 100, I think it was. Yeah, that's right. Extraordinary. So what what, what would it be doing? I'm, I, I don't have any idea as in like how... I, I'm still trying to picture how it could happen. It's an, You've got to picture this boat. It's sort of like a... It's a rubber dinghy, so there's, not much, there's no cabin and no protection. No, it was the centre console. So I've seen marlin when I've been out in the ocean free jumping. Nearly every time you fish for them, you'll see... Free jumping marlin. What they're doing is they're chasing bait, or they're something spooked them, or and they're just hammering along the surface, just jumping out of the water. It looks awesome, awesome to see. New South Wales coast, New South Wales. Thanks, Pat. Um, but <laughs> it was um, they were yeah they were just travelling around. Just off Coffs, Coffs Harbour. Coming back in, they were, and unfortunately, one of the guys was 
injured quite bad um, through his shoulder. Impaled his shoulder. Like, really bad. The other guy got impaled as well, but nowhere near as bad. And the third guy was there to call the emergency services, which met him at the Coffs Harbour, I'm tipping. Um, unbelievable. It's, um, like, have you, heard, have uh, you yeah. heard of anything like that? Because I've seen different YouTube um Videos where you see uh, Barracuda jump on board well, and numerous, sharks jump on board. Well, there's all numerous videos where marlin jump on board when you're fighting them on the rod. Yeah. Now that I can see yeah, that, and happening. you see the fisherman jump yeah, out the, of the boat. The boat, the fish comes in, the guy goes out. <laughs> but you can you can picture that happening quite easily. Yeah, absolutely. But I can't see. I'm trying to picture how it's happened and the force that it would have had to come into that boat, Pat. And it was a rubber dinghy. It's lucky he didn't sink it. Look, oh, without a doubt. Look, it's a fair spear it's got. But anyway, going back to our week in fishing, Pat, we got out for a little bit of spin uh, during the week. We did. It was nice and cold. Um, it was windy. And <laughs> I I really enjoyed myself, um, not only because I, I well and truly out. Can we talk about the most hated no, words no. on a boat? <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me have my, let me have my say first. <laughs> All right. Um, I really enjoyed myself, one, because I well and truly outfished you, and two, because you caught every species under the sun besides the target species, which you eventually got one. We went fishing for whiting, and you caught Everything bar whiting for about an hour. It's because I'm a really good an hour. Because I'm a really good <laughs> bloke. I Pat was late, so an hour and a, not just late, an hour and a half late. Well, I had training in the morning, so you know I we had our meetings preparing be, for Sydney. For Pat the said Sabo. I'm leaving at nine thirty. I'll be there by ten. You got there at quarter to twelve. The tide was finishing at twelve thirty-five, so we had thirty minutes of fishing. Didn't stop me from. I, catching I fish. was quite nice, so I positioned <laughs> the boat with the bum of the boat. Against me, and I fished on the other side, and yeah, you and Squidly outfished me. I'll let you have that. I was really happy with it. Um, but seriously, it, it just proved, because it was a pretty crap day, um, we literally were out there for what? Hour, hour yeah, we weren't out there long at all. And, you know, we, we got 20-odd squid. 20-odd squid, but we would have caught, I reckon, 15, 16 yeah, whiting in, like, minutes, in, like, in a mm. really short period of time. So just, if you know your spots, which obviously you do, um, you pick your tides, and we didn't have the ideal tides, no. there's still great <laughs> fish to be had. Yeah, the fishery, the fishing is quite good at the moment. The whiting are only going to get better. They're, they're fantastic. Now, I'm going to push up to the New South Wales coast, Pat. The yellowfin tuna have made a presence. I hope these guys come back in numbers. We haven't seen them... The past years, like they used to be, I guess you could say. Um, I speak to a lot of old fellows when I was a young kid, or even Is when that I wasn't the here. Influence of commercial <sighs> years could be. T- it's such a tidal. It's uh, sorry, such a temperature-based f- species of fish, same as your marlin. But I don't know. I honestly can't answer that for you. Yeah, I don't know, but. Safe to say they're coming back in good numbers. The only problem is at the moment they were south of Eden, and then they're pushing. They're going to push up. But people have seen them jumping around everywhere. Big schools of fish, beautiful fish, 50 plus, some smaller, um, but they're hard to catch. Yeah, now, yeah. They, the reason they're hard to catch is because they're feeding on souries. And what souries do basically is they're not a bait that we can sort of catch for live bait, and they're, they're tacking out of the water, and the fish are just jumping out of the water chasing what these fish. What are they? They look like a... Um, like a sardine, or yeah, sort of. Not really. They're lo- they're sort of not really. That way, <laughs> they're, they're longish, skinny. Yep. Um, snouted nose on them a bit. Um, yeah, they're they're not a fish that you catch. I guess you could say. Yep. Um, so it's not a bait you can match the hatch against. So what yep. people have been doing is cubing. So you cube for these fish, or you pilch it in all day. You want to try and get this done at prime time. So sunset, Pat. Sunset is the best time to to chase these fish. It's just before the sun goes down. Cube, cube, cube. And you want to try and get 
a look at a Yakko. Yakko is a, a great bait. And I had mates that got him up there the other week, or last week. Are we talking big fish? How big are we Yeah, talking? 50 kilo. Like yeah, it's a good size And fish. even bigger and smaller. The yep. longliners are getting a lot of fish, but they're out wider. Yep. So they're in that next current line, I guess you could say. A bit next, probably a bit too far out for wreck guys, unless you were really having a crack. Yeah. But... It's good to see. They're going to make their presence. Hopefully, it's a positive thing from here onwards. The swordfish went absolutely mad. We obviously had this real bad weather this week of wind and rain and cold. No one could get out. But last week, they went fantastic. The barrel tuna, they continue to go, Pat. They're still there. The schoolfish, we're going to get Chriso up uh, for the whip around, and he's going to tell you how good. been doing really, really yeah, well. Yeah, he got he? heaps yep. of fish over the weekend, and um, which was fantastic to see last weekend. That was It's good. It's good to see, as well as uh, the bottom fishing's great, too, right from Port Ferry. Apollo Bay is going crazy with school sharks. The whole, it's, it's, it's really good, and Port Phillip Bay itself, is fishing fantastic. What did we do, Pat? Honestly, the squid, we I made a bit of a mess on you, which is payback. But um, okay. And <laughs> while you bring it up, that's not a bad segue. <laughs> because over the next month, we're going to be giving away a real brand hoodie every um, show. We can't and tell Marty that. To can join we? in the conversation, what you've got to do is post a picture on our Facebook page page, um, facebook.com forward slash real adventure show of someone that you've squitted. So what you did to me on the weekend, you're lifting in the fish and then... And you like, you actually get angry. I like, was not happy. Like you, you get him inked and most people, oh, you're filthy. like, I at the start I was like, oh crap, I felt bad. Then I just didn't care. But <laughs> anyway, so... You're a sook. Someone that you've squitted <laughs> or, or, or if you've been squitted yourself. So send the photo in and the best photo each week will receive a real brand hoodie to get you through winter. We've got Chris O coming up soon. And if this is years ago, probably six years He'd ago. he get grumpy, I, I copped him in the face. I got him in the face so bad. I reckon I can still bring this photo up. When I say bad, I mean time, like Maybe as bad be- as you could get it. Like, it was great. It could be our advertising photo. Actually, you know what? That's what it's, you know, that's what it's going to be. Comment under the Chris O's face, because I'm going to find it. I'm going to post it up after after the weekend. I'll get it up on Monday. And you're <laughs> going to have to comment your photos below to win a real real brand hoodie. I like it. Now, Redmond, um, maxi-sized trailer boats, towability versus ease of use. I'll, I'll spend a couple of minutes on this quickly. Yep. Um, you're fishing out of a 2100 at the moment. Yep. We fished out of the, the stabby the on the beautiful weekend. beautiful 100 200 on the back. Yep. Really easily trailable behind. Um, you've been using Squidley's um, territory, which toes about two, two, I reckon, two, three. I don't know. It's me, old man's territory. Oh, your old man's. <laughs> I use the old man's car and change over a car. Squids. <laughs> anyway, um, maxi size trailer boat versus ease of use. What are your views on it? Because obviously, you'd like to have a bigger boat the further you go out, and you spend a lot. Well, of we time spoke on about water. this. Um, what are your views on it? Because you want to be able to spend, you want to be, you want to be able to fish and drive without the stress of being worried towing it. This is where the Stavy Craft comes into play for us, Pat. Your twenty one hundred, the weight, like you, what was the weight? I think it was twenty. What was the weight overall? It was about two thousand one hundred. I think we worked it out to be two thousand one hundred. Was trailer. roughly, yep. yeah. Yep. So that's I, everything. You and I spoke, and we said, well, you asked me what my ideal size boat would be. And I said the twenty four hundred. Yep, the twenty four hundred. The Which reason sits for, at about two six. And we worked it out five. that the next level, the next size one, twenty seven. I think it is the twenty seven fifty. This is is three, this is in aluminium. Yeah, al- this is what I'm is talking three about. Three and a half tons, which is perfect. And that's still most people. That was fully kitted out too. That was what. That was its weight, wasn't it? That was full weighted. No, that doesn't in, 
include um, that doesn't include a. F- I don't think it includes a fuel, full tank of fuel. Okay, year. right. So, so that's probably just getting over your car, your average car tow capacity. And I think that's what's really important when you go back to your your, your towing is what your car can handle as as such. And you you're always talking about um, it's easy to tow. It's easy to do this with the twenty one hundred because it's so light. It's it's perfect to tow all around the country. So talk to me. And and my North Bank six fifty weighs Which, in at around two six. Your old Edencraft was was about the same as that. Was every bit of that. Yep. Um, the beauty of and, and the great ride that is a glass boat versus just how much heavier they are. Because I reckon comfortably my boat would be half a ton more than the twenty one hundred that you've got, um, and virtually the same length. It's just, and you got you to add into it too, Pat. Is you got your, your expenses of your car. So you go from instead of towing with the the Ford Territory, which I was towing with, to be a Land Cruiser. You got to go to a Land Cruiser, yep. which you, well, what's the money value you're looking at there? You're looking at another sixty grand probably. Easily, hundred twenty new they are. So you, it, 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 it depends your budget. I think oh, I think it's each person and their budget. I don't know how do you explain it. Is it is it budget or oh, what oh, is it? For me, it's it's ease of trailering. So, so, you, so you're so more to your convenience. Yeah, the stress of the stress of towing. I think the stress of towing for a lot of people is, is real, and that reduces. You know their excitement to go fishing. Yeah, okay. If you're stressed about actually trailering well, it, what the most common thing that I get down at a boat ramp. Now I'll be honest, honest here. I don't agree with this whatsoever. Um, but the reason that I don't agree with it is because I'm experienced. But the first thing people say is, "Oh, the reason I have this little boat or the little tinny, it's easy to tow and do myself." Yeah, but like launch myself. But I I agree with that because but, you don't. It's not like we spend for most of us. No, that's we don't what spend I'm saying. Every I, I don't. Putting the boat in the water itself, yep. I don't see the difference whether it's an eight-meter boat or a five-meter boat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand what you mean. But you've got that, like I've got, you said, you've got the experience. Yeah, you've got the experience. But yeah, yep. but once you learn your ways around it, and then you've also got the towing of it. The towing, I've towed big boats um, all the way to Sydney. It is. It hurts your brain. Yeah, it, it really it, it does is a because you're not yep. like I was towing through Sydney Patch. You know how small those tunnels are to get through, <laughs> honestly. And I got a formula on the back. It was an Edencraft formula, towing it, and I'm I didn't fit either side. I'm thinking it's not a oh, it's not an enjoyable well, drive. If I is sway it? here and I'm towing it with a Land Cruiser, if I'm swaying here, I'm like, oh god, this is <laughs> it's I don't know. It's it's all I think budget's a big factor, and also where your mindset is at with your fishing and your towing. Redmond, we've got a massive show coming up today. Um, we're going to chat to, to Stavy Crafts, Daniel Upperton, who's their new product development and marketing manager. We're going to talk to him about the two new models that Stavy Craft has just launched. You do 20, like one of them. The 2250 Ultra Cab, which is one of my favourites. So we've got him coming up. We're going to talk around the history of Stavy Craft. We're also going to question him around the Chinese knockoffs that we're seeing at the moment that are built overseas and are starting to infiltrate uh, the Australian-New Zealand market. So it's a huge show of real adventures coming up uh, this afternoon, Make sure uh, this morning. Ooh, crap, make, sure, make sure you're joining the conversation, uh, facebook.com forward slash real adventure show. Post your photos of you being squitted for your chance to win a real brand hoodie. We're going to give one away for the next month. Um, this is Real Adventures for BF Goodrich, the BH. BF Goodrich <laughs> TA KM3 built to climb, made to mud, and created to conquer. It's time for the whip around for Big Four, Australia's favourite holiday parks. 
Yes, it is now time for the whip around for Big Four, Australia's favourite holiday parks. Your next summer break is waiting for you at bigfour.com.au. Explore and book today. And if you're fishing up around the Skeeners Head, Patrick, make sure you stay at the Big Four Ballina Headlands Holiday Park, New South Wales. I've actually stayed there before, Redmond. Have you? Yep. We used to travel up and stay at Broken Head, so we'd stay, um, stay at Ballina, which is um, not too bad. 40 minutes before, a beautiful part of the world. Up um, first? Up first, we've got Chris Vasileski from Gone Fishing Charters, who's been smashing the tuna. Good morning, Chris O. How you going, guys? Well, going not too bad, Chris O. Now, a bit rough on the weekend. You had, you had it pretty ordinary out there, but you found the fish in close and stooged everyone else by the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah, it was, um, it, it was quite quite lumpy but it was doable so it was still com- comfortable enough for the customers to be able to stand and wind fish it wasn't that rough but um boy geez it did get up sort of saturday afternoon as we were finishing up but we did find fishing close for the guys and it was good because we didn't have to travel far um standout lure this week i reckon would have had to have been a uh, red and black tornado lure that i've been using because we've been finding that a lot of the fish have got uh, small to medium-sized red baits in them, so we've been using a lot of dark lures. What size? What size lures, Chris? Eh? Um, I've been using sort of six-inch lures because they've just been on those bigger baits. So I've been finding that like a six-inch lure with a bigger head's just been working for me. Um, the shelf as well, obviously, with the weather being a bit on the bad side of things, uh, there do there'd still be fish out there. I reckon there would be. It's just a matter of um, the weather conditions. Obviously, if it's too calm, like I don't like the fishing close. As you know, Aaron, the fish get a bit flighty, so we push out wide, and there has been fish out there. Um, but from what I'm hearing from all the other blokes, all the fish that have been getting caught are sort of from the rock west. Once you go, I spoke to Scotty Gray the other day, and he said pretty much from the rock east is just lifeless, and the water's really green and really cold. So. If you're heading down, head west. Chatting with Chris Vasilevsky from Gone Fishing Charters. Chris, last week we spoke to you uh, around tuna, but also the other catches that you've been getting that people neglect yeah. sometimes. Have you have you chased the snapper or flathead this week? Um, I did do a trip out of Bowen Heads on Monday week that's just gone, and there's some really good-sized fish out there. Surprisingly, we um, we ended up getting our bag of pinkies and there was a lot of fish around the three kilos out in sort of 45, 50 metres. So that's always another one for the guys if they want to head out local. Chief snapper offshore, Patrick. There you go, Redmond. Chris Vasileski from Gone Fishing Charters. Thanks, Chris O. Thanks, Chris O. Thanks, guys. Had a sensational week on the fish, Redmond. I just want to know the kilometres on his K on his car. <laughs> Pulling <laughs> back. It d- d- just shows there's there's really good fishing at the moment. We spoke off the top of the show how the weather's been a real challenge. Yeah. But pick your times, and if you do invest the time to go out and you do say, bugger it, let's just go fishing, there's there's really good fish to be and, caught. And if you uh, haven't got a, a boat yourself and you can't go out and do this, make sure you contact these guys like Chriso, support their businesses because they are catching very good fish for their customers, and you'll get some for yourself. That was the whip around for Big Four, Big Four, Australia's favourite holiday parks. And now, Redmond, it's time for the Social Club. Thanks to BF Goodrich Tyres, what are you building for? Now, we spoke off the top of the show, um, Send your photos in if you've been squitted or you've 
squidded someone yourself. Basically, you've filled them full of squid ink. And what we're going to do, we're going to give away a real brand jumper for the next week, every single episode. So we'll send that out to you. So send in your photos, Facebook forward slash, no, facebook.com forward slash <laughs> Real Adventures Show. Robert Kristen Doolan, in a spread of five tuna lures, name your top five lure and position, Redmond. So maybe let's just go how you'd do it rather than five because I know you wouldn't necessarily fish five at a time. What are you setting up if you're chasing tuna off Portland tomorrow morning? Uh, if I'm going for barrel tuna, say, it's a little bit different to the school tuna. I'm running a bit bigger lures. I'm also trying to match what they're feeding on all the time. Yep. I don't think you can stress on that any more than, than, than every single time I speak about it. I'm going to keep saying it because it's, it's the difference between catching and not catching. And you heard Chriso say there's red bait at the moment and his red and black lure has been the best. Yep. Now, you've got to be smart on where you put the lures once again, but with the tuna, you get away with it a little bit because it is rougher conditions. The rougher it is, the heavier the heads I'd be using. The, the calmer it is, probably more of aggressive heads, not so much heavier. Does that make sense? Yeah. So your bigger cups or along those lines create the movement in the water. School tuna, anything from four to six inches, have a shotgun out the back on a small, nice small four-inch lure, a little jet head or something out the back. Uh, you, you lure's in close. Uh, I just start to change colours. I like a red one out, a red bait. I'd like a slimy mackerel, which is a blue lure, or a pilchard blue lure, something along those lines. I just like to keep it different, four different colour lures, yep. and then a shotgun with, on a bullet head, and that's the starting point for chasing chasing the uh, the tuna. But the brands itself, Zack Attack Lures, you can't go past. They're, they're a fantastic lure. Chris, I mentioned Tornado. They're a local Geelong brand. They're a great lure. Uh, you've also got... Um Oh, there's thousands of lures out there. Yep. Cooler, JB, JB is a great lure. You've got Jack's lures. There's, there's so many different lures out there. So up to you and your preference, but just change it up and match the hatch on what is actually there on the day. Tom Franklin, how many times a year do you service your motor? Do you, do you keep to the strict servicing guidelines? Yes, I do. Yep. Um, well, you ha- if you're buying a new motor and you're going outside of the, the um, recommended servicing, you'll lose your warranty. 100%. And I, I received the 2100, uh, I reckon it was March, Pat. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was just before I went marlin fishing. End of... Yeah, start of March. Yeah, I'm right. Yep. Yeah, just start of March. And then within... With it, it's a t- I'm pretty sure it's a 20-hour service on Honda, and I got mine done just a little bit before that because I was going away, which they were great with. Uh, NY Marine did my servicing, and they um, they serviced that up for me. Then a few weeks later, because I'd done the Marlin Pat for um, seven days, and then I went barrel fishing for a few days. I mean, the next hour was the 100-hour service, and it was literally the matter of a month that I had to get my boat reserviced again, Pat, because... It's so important to keep them on top, like you said. Not only warranty issues, but there's a reason that you're doing that service. I um, I'm a bit funny on the old Etex three hundred hours, I think it is, and three years service. I'm a bit funny I on that. I think it's five years. It's a five now, is it? Ex- ex- it's extraordinary. I'm actually a bit funny on that. What are your thoughts on that? Um, well, you were saying a lot of the other um, manufacturers now are all matching that because it's they're in competition for our. Um, for our business as, you know, rec fishers, as, you know, commercial fishermen are slightly different because they're doing the, the, the hours that they're doing. Um, but they're all in competition for our business. We all know that servicing costs money. But at the same time, if you neglect it, it's going to cost you a hell of a lot more. So um, I'm yeah, all for uh, getting it serviced. As when you need to get it done, get it done. Yep. All right, Redmond, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Real Adventure Show, as well as Twitter and Instagram. Um, send in your photos of people that you've been, you've seen 
squitted or you've been squitted yourself for your chance to win a real brand squitted. fishing like jumper. Squ- I didn't know what to call it. Squitted. Um, we're giving one away for the next month, every single show. We'll send it out to you, so make sure you send in your photos. This is Real Adventures for BF Goodrich Tyres. Escape with BF Goodrich Tyres. On Real Adventures, it's time to get all aboard for Dometic Mobile Living Made Easy. It's time for All Aboard. Thanks to Dometic Mobile Living Made Easy. Whether you're on the road or out at sea, Dometic has you covered. Our special guest this morning is Daniel Upperton, who's the new product development and marketing manager of Stavy Craft Marine. We've both got Stavy Craft Boats, Redmond. We do, Patrick. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Oh, thanks for joining us. It's great to have you on board. Patrick is uh, super excited to have this conversation with you, aren't you, Patrick? Well, I am because uh, just the, the history of Stabycraft itself, Dan, began in, in 1987 with a three-and-a-half-metre dinghy, the Alley Duck, and then since then, you know, 30-odd years has passed. And in terms of the new product that you continue to, to develop and release, there isn't a boat manufacturer at the moment that continues to bring out new models like you are doing, has that been a challenge in itself? Um, yeah, it is. As you guys all know, um, manufacturing brings a, a heap of challenges. Um, keeping ahead of the game is probably um, the biggest one for us. Um, as you know, there's, um, there's pretty fierce competition in Australia and New Zealand, and um, um, it's, it's, to be honest, it's pretty exciting pretty cool to be able to be part of this industry and, um, I guess, produce products that people have a real passion and love for um, you know it's a um, it's, it's a it's a sport which people love doing you know getting out in the water and fishing and spending time with families it's um it's not one of those products which um I mean from a marketing point of view you, you dread um you dread marketing like a like a buddy frying pan or a toaster or something it's um it's, it's just a really cool product to be involved in and um I, and I guess to ask your question with, with respect to challenges um Having that, um, having that range right from down at our 14 cans, our 14 foot, um, but it's um, up to a 27 footer is, um, is challenging to say the least from a, um, a new product development point of view, but um, it's, it's fun at the same time. It's fun to spend time with customers and ambassadors like yourselves uh, and just constantly learning. You, you never stop learning. Has it been a, a conscious um, effort on behalf of the business to change just so many models? Because if we look through throughout certainly the fiberglass boating industry, but even to a, to a lesser extent the, the alleycraft industry, there just isn't that many new models of boats that, that come out very often. You know, the, uh, Edencraft, for example, you know, the hull's been the same for 40 years. Um, whereas Stabycraft sort of have gone the other way and continued to bring out new models, change hull designs, um, and if you can talk specifically, I suppose, about the, the two new ones that you've just released, the, uh, the 2250 Center Cab and, and Ultra Cab, um, it, it seems every year we're seeing a new model from Stabycraft. Yeah, it's, um, it's, I guess that's the beauty of aluminium. Like there's, there's so much more room for, um, for that sort of, uh, not so much customization, but um, I guess that sort of leeway um, where... You don't have to have moulds, which you you know you're popping um, glass holes out of, um, you know, which are expensive to build, and um, we, we we just we just build another jig, you know what I mean? Like it's it's a pretty it's a pretty simple and robust process that's um that's been pretty well proven. So I guess the trick is finding that hole that works, testing um, testing the absolute um, uh, shit out of it for, for want of a better word, and and then um, and then we can apply different um, 
different uh, top sides to it, um, like, like a lot of our models have um, different configurations, but it is, it's pretty simple for us to come up with a, um, a new size, therefore a new hull, uh, and have that freedom that maybe some of the, um, the glass guys don't have. Talk to us about the, t- the, the new 2250. Um, Aaron and I have a bit of a differencing of opinion. I love the reverse windscreen <laughs> on the Ultra Cab. Aaron yeah. is not a fan like at all. The prefers <laughs> the, the standard. Um, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that that was feedback that came from, from the states around yeah. their design, and then you, you've built it out, and, and we see it in the 2250 Which in now. 1994 is when you first entered the states as well, Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, so, it's been such a fun project. Sorry, you, you, what's the what's question? No, no, it was just, um, did it did it come from the states, the feedback around that that reverse design of the windscreen, or um, you know, was that something internally that you'd always thought you'd you'd look at doing? Um, I guess initially, uh, yes, it did come from the states. Like we've we've built that pilot pilot house style design for for decades. Um, and to be fair, we've supplied a few to Australia as well. Um, but I guess initially, yes, there has been a love or an affinity for that style in the US. Um, but we, we kind of wanted to take it a step further and, and you know, stabify it, basically, make it look a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more cool and, and, and fun to own. And um, the 2250 has been a real discovery for us. Um, typically, Australian, New Zealand uh, dealers and customers aren't a fan. Um, but we kind of feel like we're almost changing the tide a little bit. Um, the feedback from our Hutch Wilco, which is our national show over here, um, has been incredibly popular, um, so much so that we think we had more people over that Ford raking ultra cab style um, glass than we did over the rake back uh, version. Um, and that's been backed up through some of our sales for, to our dealers, um, where they've... Uh, especially Australian dealers, um, but we reckon we've sold more of those board raking ultra cab style um, screens to those guys than um, than the other versions, which is a real um, real tide turner for us. It's um it's it's been quite surprising, but um, it's quite a polarising discussion. I'll tell you that. Something we're starting to see in um, all around the world with Stabycraft Pat is and Dan is. In the emergency services, nearly all of your boats, uh, sorry, nearly all of our emergency service boats now are starting to turn to being stabycraft. That must be something that you guys yourselves are really proud of in the business itself. Yeah, it is. It's um, it's, it's a bit of reaff- reaffirmation um, for our recreational guys as well. You know, when these commercial guys um, start taking our boats on board, um, it's, it is it is really cool. It's um, it's really proud that just sort of says that you know we are. We are commercially capable. These guys um, do look seriously at our boats for um, for their, you know, heavy boat use and that sort of thing. And, and we've been involved in, in the emergency services for well, for decades. Um, the, the UN, um, a lot of the Australian coast guards and and um, and police and and water and water patrols and stuff like that. So it's um it, it is it is it's a pretty cool combination to be able to to supply to two major areas in um in the Australian industry, especially. One of the things that's, um, that's not as good, Dan, we're starting to see the Chinese-built uh, knockoffs of the Stabycraft and other um, 
you know, major aluminium boat manufacturers. How disappointing is it when you see um, your boats that are being um, knocked off with the money that you put into R&D? Um, Thousands of hours. Exactly right. The, the people that you employ and then the designs uh, are literally copied like for like um, and we're starting to see those. Um, how disappointing is that? Yeah, I'm not going to shy away from that. It's, um, it, it is incredibly disappointing. Um, we... We welcome competition uh, fiercely. Uh, we know that um, competition in, in the industry, as long as it's there, um, drives innovation. So, um, I mean, there's, there's been pontoon boats and, and um, uh, I guess, similarities between ourselves and, and competitors for, for ages. And as, as long as we see it as a steer competition, we, we don't care. Um, we welcome it um, because it, it, it does drive that innovation. But, yeah, it's, it's gutting when you see guys who have um, put no... Um, thought or um, or effort into coming up with something new. They've just they blatantly um, blatantly copied you. It's um yeah, it's pretty disappointing. Um, but that's that's the way that um, some of these guys operate. Um, really, yeah, sort of unscrupulous and um, uh, no real love for the industry. You know what I mean? Like a, it's not born out of it's not born out of love of boats or fishing or your customers. It's it's just born out of um, trying to make a buck. Um, so yeah, it's it's disappointing to say the least. Other challenges, Redmond, that um, you know, Stabycraft are all flood tested and put through vigorous hours and, and weeks and months and years of testing, and these just you can't trust that they've gone through anywhere near that no, sort they, of. They were simple. They wouldn't have gone through what yeah. they put it through. Um, advertising, it's really changed uh, over the last few years, Daniel. Um, you are obviously the marketing manager, and I've loved the video that you've put together around the 2250s, and a um, bit of hunting, a bit of fishing. Um, that must be sort of um, exciting when you're working on different products around advertising. Rather than just blatantly selling, it's more sharing and showing the experience you can have the uh, on the boats on, and, and in the outdoors, yeah. Yeah, mate, that's, that's probably the most fun part of the job, to be honest, um, uh, especially when I get to go on the trips myself, um, which doesn't happen very often, to be fair. Um, <laughs> like we're, we've recognised a real sort of love for this, um, this style of marketing, a really good response and engagement. Um, like you've just touched on, it's, um, it's about showing people what the boats are capable of. Um, it's, it's no good just throwing a boat around in the harbour in some flat water, um, uh, and that's evident through just people's engagement on social media. Um, this is like this this video itself. Um, I think it got like a hundred thousand views in, in five days, um, which is the fastest growing video we've we've ever um, produced on YouTube. So um, you know that we, we know we're on the right track with our marketing, and it's and it's fun, and people love it, and people want to see more of it. So um, uh, it's, it's it's just one of the uh, the good bits for. Um, for working in a company like uh, like Stabycraft, being able to have, you know have the opportunity to do content like this, it's it's just so much fun. Daniel, thanks for joining us this morning. Actually, I'm, I'm going to offer to say one more oh, thing. Sorry. If you ever need any ambassador work like that where you want us to test out any boats send them <laughs> over our way you up for a pat you want to go shooting and go for a fish or I'm more of a fisherman than we a might even we might even invite Dan over if he wants to come doesn't sound like he gets out enough so oh, be if, you need it, <laughs> if you need any help um, Dan make sure yeah you absolutely no, bro, you, I mean you guys are um, uh, I know both uh, uh, regular Stabycraft um, OT so you know I appreciate your input and uh, absolutely I'd, I'd welcome any chance to do some more work with you guys <laughs> you no, sold it well Aaron. you sold it well <laughs> thanks very much for joining us I'm really adventure today Dan it's been an absolute cracker thanks very much no problem at all thanks guys
Daniel Upperton, who is the new product development and marketing manager uh, for Stabycraft, one of the premier boat manufacturers right around the world when it comes to aluminium boats. Um, that's for, for sure, Redmond. That was all aboard for Dometic Mobile Living Made Easy. Now it's time for Red's review for BF Goodrich Tyres. Escape with BF Goodrich Tyres. Redmond, today we're talking about footwear and something that's comfortable to wear on a boat, but it's also practical. You can also wear it on land, obviously, which is important. You're yes, amphibious in this sort of uh, footwear space, but you're talking about uh, Bog's boots. It's a must, especially living in what we have right now, Patrick, this uh, freezing cold winter months in Victoria. Depths of winter, it yep. is absolutely freezing cold right now, and it is definitely a must to have a pair of these. They've come a long way. Well, not Bog's itself, but gum boots have come a long way to where they are now, and it's safe to say that if you don't have a pair of Bog's gum boots and... You're fishing in winter, you're absolutely mad because these gumboots, not just gumboots either, Pat, they've got just shoes itself as well, don't they? Like, They're a very stylish brand in itself. But for the fishing side of things, the gumboots, for me, the men's classic high is exactly what I wear. And the warmth of these, you, don't, you can't explain the warmth that you get. In winter, there's nothing worse going out fishing and having toes that are freezing cold, which want to make you go in. Yeah. And... You just don't get these with the Boggs gumboots. It's also a great range for women, kids, and babies, Redmond. Georgie Boy's actually got a pair I know of these because they're, they're easy to slide onto. It looks so absolutely unreal. Not only are they great for uh, for guys going fishing, but there's also a really good women's range, kids' range, and baby range. So for more info when it comes to Boggs boots, head to Boggs. And a good thing with the online uh, site, Pat, is most distributors, uh, you you can't buy online. Uh, Sorry. Specifically through them. Through the actual business itself. Yeah. Where with Boggs, if you order a pair of Boggs gumboots online through their Boggs uh, website, you... Anything you spend more than $100, you actually get free shipping. And the boots are going to be probably more than $100 anyway. uh, You get 10% just on the website and keep saying, do you want 10% off? So there's... 10% 10% off at the moment, Redmond. Well, Boggs Gumboots is a must, if you, especially if you are in Victoria and you go on tuna fishing, and get yourself a pair. That was Red's review. This is Real Adventures for BF Goodrich Tyres. What are you building for? You're listening to Real Adventures for the BF Goodrich TAKM3. Built to climb, made to mud, and created to conquer. You're listening to Real Adventures for BF Goodrich Tyres. Escape with BF Goodrich Tyres. Redmond, uh, for the next month, we're going to be giving away a real brand jumper every single show. You've got to send in a photo of you squitted or you've squitted someone. You tried to do that to me on the weekend. I wasn't too happy with you. You thought it was funny. <laughs> I was a bit grumpy it was, at the start. You, are a bit of, you actually are a sook. <laughs> um, Redmond, the RACV Marine Boat Show is on its way from the 13th to the 16th of June. Yep. Um, you're going to talk around the tip this weekend when it comes to um, purchasing or looking to purchase a boat. So before we get into that, um, what are you targeting this week? It's obviously pretty windy and cold. It's been a bit of a challenge. Where are you headed? I want to do a swordfish if I can get the weather. Yeah. That's plain and simple. If I can get the weather, that's where I'm going. I've been, I was meant to go a couple of weeks ago, but I got crook in the old gut, so I didn't make it up there, unfortunately. But swordfish is on my mind. If not, and the weather's doable, I'll go down to Portland. So I can get away because I'm trolling out there. I can get away with a bit of rougher weather. Yeah. And then obviously back at home, I'll just Will keep... you take the stabby for 
sort of fish? Yeah, I will. Um, I'm 80 k's out. Yeah, I'll be taking that out there, 100%. Yep. Uh, the only thing is, I'm just waiting to get the, a new transducer on it at the moment. Yep. So it just depends. If the transducer's on it, then I will. If it's not, then um, I'll take something else. But ideally, in my ideal situation, this baby will be coming with me everywhere I go around this country. Red's tip for New Age Caravans. Visit your New Age Caravan dealer today. Start your summer adventure with a New Age Caravan. Newagecaravans.com.au. The RACV Marine Boat Show is on from the 13th to the 16th of June, Redmond. If you're in the market for a new boat, your tip centres all around the upcoming boat show. So you've got a couple of weeks for the boat show, say. Uh, you want to go buy a boat. This is the place to compare the pair. It's the only Same place. Same interest. Yep. Same. <laughs> <laughs> it's the place. Same super contribution, but there could be a difference in how much and that's joy you have while you're out fishing. <laughs> the difference in the boats. Because it's the only place where you literally, you've got them all different manufacturers, you can actually price. You can touch. Match the pet. You know, you can go and you can, well, you can touch, but you can certainly go, well, I'm getting this for 42 grand. How can you? Better you know, for me. Yeah, exactly right. That's exactly spot on. So it's the place to so what I'm trying to say now is to start doing your research. Yep. Start getting your base platforms of prices, um, whether it's your engines, your sonar equipment, or your boat itself, whatever it is, start putting it on a bit of paper, the prices that you're getting around the place, yep. whether it's Geelong Marine World here in Geelong, Mullet Marine, well, actually, I don't think they exist anymore, but Geelong no. Boating, wherever they are, start, any, anywhere it is, in Melbourne yep. Marine Centre, just start comparing the prices, and then that way, when you go to the boat show, you're very, very organised. Because there's always boat show specials as well. That's exactly right. The boat show specials is what you want, but that's yep. what I'm trying to say. Get your prices now, so when you go there and they say our boat show special and they don't haven't got something that beats it by a lot, but something else does, yeah. you, you'd be probably jumping aboard that. So it's a place you can go being organised. Uh, like I said, it's an engine's a great place to buy an engine. Um, so get your finance and everything organised Organised, ready to go. Because if you are going to do it, then... This is the time to do it. Yeah. Because, the, like I said, if you can get the price now, you want to... They, technically should be smashing their prices at this boat show. That's what they say. Yep. So don't be fooled by a certain dealer. Check out two or three of them. We're in the depths of winter at the moment. That can be the biggest challenge because by the time summer comes around, everyone gets excited. It's like, oh, I've got to go fishing. But if you're going to purchase a new boat, um, it's the build time on it. How long it takes That's to get on. That can be the real challenge. This is the time you want to buy it because summer you probably still won't have it. <laughs> but yep. it's going to take a bit to process. It's The production boats are a bit different. Um, yep. You might have that next week. But if you're going there to buy a Staby, it's make sure you North Bank the same. I'll be on the yeah, most, Marine most stand, uh, and bouncing between the Melbourne Marine Centre with you as well. Uh, you and I are on stage doing a talk too. I think on Thursday we are we're on, on Thursday about two ten. I think it 2:10. is. So that's the, the first day of the show. talk, and yep. then um, I'll be on stage. Gwaine Blake as well um, each day as well. So come say good day and Patrick. It is now time for what's the time for? It is now time, Redmond. Well, no, before you do that, that was Red's tip for New Age. Oh, sorry, you see, don't. You're just getting too excited. You've got to forget about the, the outro. Um, the flying <laughs> gaff, Redmond. Now, the gaff this week is heading up north, and it's heading to okay. the Northern Territory. Um, do you know what the uh, the liquor uh, limit is if you're out fishing in the NT, Redmond? I'm, I do know because you told me, but I'm going to go with 0.05. Which would, that'd be the, the smart thing to do. Well, you would think it would match up with your, you know, what you're allowed to do whilst driving a car. You're driving a boat that can be just every bit as dangerous. If not more sometimes. If not, exactly. Um, so at the moment... If you are fishing in the NT, not only do you not need a license to operate a boat, you don't even have to register the boat, um, 
But more importantly, you can drink as much alcohol as you possibly want whilst out in the water. That's only fair because you can't physically get drunk in the NT because it's just so hot it sweats out. <laughs> that is so untrue. So Did the you ga- say that? Just what? book me tickets to move to North Territory. <laughs> <laughs> so the gaff this week heads to the NT government who don't have a alcohol limit uh, for boat drivers, which... As you said, it's a warm environment. And it's dumb, isn't it? And if, you, if you're thinking, you know, the best way to, uh, to wet my whistle is just going to be polishing off a few froffies, you can have 70, and as long as you can stand up, you can drive a boat. <laughs> is that the dumbest thing you've ever heard? No comment. So the flying gap is dumb. Heads to, heads to, if you if you love a frothy, then maybe the uh, the NT is the place for you. But at the moment, there is absolutely no restriction when it comes to alcohol, which blew my mind when I read this on uh, on boatsales.com. Um, that was the flying gaff. This has been real adventures for BF Goodrich Tyres. What are you building for? We're going fishing. No, you're going to Sydney. Good luck at four thirty at GMHBA. Good luck. I'll see you then. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.